The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn presents. Arts and aesthetics are not a nice to have. They are essential to our very survival. Bottom line is the arts positively impact every area of your life, including your physical and mental health, learning, flourishing, and community building. Good morning. This is the next Big Idea Daily, and I'm your host, Michael Kavna. So what are your plans today? Working at your job, probably? Maybe spending some time with family and friends? Good. Exercising? Excellent. How about seeing a movie? or going to a museum, or reading a novel. Those activities may seem a bit more optional, like luxuries you may or may not be able to fit into your day. But according to some of the latest science, it turns out that making and appreciating art is not just enjoyable, but may help you live a longer and more productive life. Joining us to share their research in the fairly new field of neuroaesthetics are Susan Mag Salmon and Ivy Ross, authors of the new book, Your Brain on Art, How the Arts Transform Us. Susan is the founder and director of the International Arts and Mind Lab at Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine, and Ivy is the Vice President of Design for Hardware at Google. Here they are to share some of their big ideas. Hi, I am Ivy Ross, and I'm currently the Vice President of Hardware Design at Google. And I'm Susan McSenneman, Director of the International Arts and Mind Lab at Johns Hopkins University. Together, we interviewed over 100 researchers, artists, clinicians, and people using the arts in amazing ways that bring to life the extraordinary power of the arts. Over the last 20 years, advances in technology have enabled us to get inside our heads. One result is a new field called neuroaesthetics, or neuroarts for short. Neuroarts is the study of how the arts and aesthetics measurably change your brain and body and how this knowledge can be translated into practices that advance health and well-being. The field brings together basic and social sciences with the arts to create a highly interdisciplinary approach. Research is proving that we are literally wired for art, and these experiences alter a complex physiological network of interconnected neurological and biological systems, including sensory systems, cognition, immune and endocrine, circulatory, respiratory, reward, and motor systems, to name just a few. And the arts are one of the best ways to enliven these neurological systems. On a very basic level, how these systems connect and change on the arts happens through a process called neuroplasticity. Each of us are born with a hundred billion neurons that connect at the synaptic level. You have quadrillions of synaptic connections in your brain, creating endless circuits and neural pathways. These pathways underlie your body's movements, emotions, memory, basically everything you do. Researchers are discovering that through highly salient experiences like the arts and aesthetics, these quadrillions of new synapses that form in your brain create a repository of stored knowledge and responses that are as unique as your fingerprints. No one else, not a single person, has your exact brain. Your brain is a meaning-making machine. It connects the dots, finds patterns, and then builds neural pathways all of the time. This happens in large part through the default mode network, which is now believed to be where the neurological basis for the self is housed. 
A great example of neuroplasticity in action can be found in the spaces and places we inhabit. In the 1960s, neuroscientist Marion Diamond designed an experiment using rats where she created three different sensory physical spaces, including one that was highly enriched. After just several weeks, she dissected the rats' brains and found that the cerebral cortex, the outer layer of the brain from the enriched environment group, had increased in thickness by 6% as compared to those in the lens sensorial groups that had actually lost brain mass. This was the first time anyone had ever seen structural changes in an animal's brain based on different kinds of environmental experiences. Studies have now duplicated this work with people using non-invasive EEG technology with similar results. The implications for creating healthier and more creative environments for all of us are profound. There's an art for that. Arts and aesthetics are not a nice to have. They are essential to our very survival. We were fortunate enough to talk with evolutionary biologist E.O. Wilson before his passing, where he shared the evolutionary underpinning of the arts as prerequisites for human growth and development that has continued to expand throughout millennia. Bottom line is, the arts positively impact every area of your life, including your physical and mental health, learning, flourishing, and community building. Some fascinating findings include 20 minutes a day of art is as beneficial as getting enough exercise and sleep. After 45 minutes of practicing art, the stress hormone cortisol is reduced. Playing music increases synapses and gray matter, which supports cognitive skills. Chronic pain can be managed through dance and virtual reality. One or more art experiences a month can extend your life by 10 years. Now, for your mental health, give these activities a try. Write down a secret, even if you don't share it with anyone else, says researcher James Pennebaker. It's shown to relieve stress and cognitive load. Work with your hands, including using materials like clay, yarn, or even soil. Turns out your hands stimulate skin and nerve endings and ignites the body's internal sensory receptors, making you feel instantly attentive and focused. Singing and humming activate the vagus nerve, engaging the parasympathetic systems to make you feel good. Reading poetry lights up some of the same parts of the brain as listening to music, stimulating the brain's primary reward circuitry. Or try using tuning forks in the key of C and G held up to your ears. Sound is an excellent tool to help regulate homeostasis. The frequency of sound instantly taps into what lies underneath conscious recognition, literally changing the vibrations in your body. I did this once in a meeting with a staff member who was feeling very stressed after a focus group turned south with instant results. In physical health, the findings are also significant. Singing is helping people with dementia recall memories and reconnect to family and friends to improve cognition and quality of life. Dance is helping people with Parkinson's disease, strokes, and other motor-based challenges to improve gait, cognition, sleep, and mood. Light and sound alter the progression of dementia. Chronic pain is best managed by dance and even virtual reality. A multi-country study is showing the value of moms singing to their babies to release oxytocin and reduce postpartum depression. Healthcare practitioners are now prescribing nature pills, 
based on studies that show time outdoors has a measurable effect in regulating our physiological systems. Nature is the most neurosthetic environment as it offers us the sensation of color, texture, sound, smell, temperature, and shape. And believe it or not, museum visits are being prescribed by doctors to engage sensory perceptions to increase cognitive skills. Anywhere, anytime, anybody. The Power of the Arts is accessible to you right now, anywhere, anytime, offering immediate dividends for individuals and communities. Researchers have debunked a huge myth. You don't have to be good at it or a skilled artist to have a significant impact. Making and beholding the arts are not dependent on resources, age, or ability. You can hum, doodle, write, read, listen to music, or color. Studies show that those of us who are engaged in the arts and crafts have lower levels of mental distress, and we are also experiencing higher levels of mental functioning and life satisfaction. Something as simple as doodling activates the prefrontal cortex, the area of the brain that helps us focus and find meaning in sensory information. Doodling, coloring, or simple drawing like stick figures increases blood flow and triggers feelings of pleasure and reward. It turns out that doodlers are more analytical, retain information better, and are better focused than their non-doodling colleagues. Studies show that dancing for even just 15 minutes reduces stress, anxiety, depression, and increases feel-good hormones, including endorphins, serotonin, and dopamine, to name a few. And dancing is highly effective in creating new neural connections. Research is proving that the process of painting and drawing enhances self-knowledge, and these insights transfer to other areas in our lives. Some examples include first responders and active military are doing woodworking and welding to confront symptoms of PTSD and ongoing trauma. College students are forming knitting circles, resulting in stronger social connections, maintaining focus, and reducing anxiety and managing stress. The arts and aesthetics experiences also help us flourish by engaging our curiosity and wonder, introducing awe, creativity, novelty, and surprise. The World Bank says that without strong and diverse cultures, economies can't grow, inner healing, health, and well-being suffer, and opportunities are lost. We are ultra-social creatures who biologically evolve to belong to something greater than ourselves. The success of our species comes down to this. Art creates culture, culture creates community, and community creates humanity. Storytelling, dancing, singing, and so many other art forms are all part of our evolutionary DNA. The future of the arts is immersive and sustainable. Immersive, interactive exhibitions and virtual reality are dissolving the boundaries between art and viewers, engaging our senses and creating strong emotional reactions. We are seeing expansive growth of immersive arts that are creating a new form of expression, and it's an exciting frontier. The neuroarts field is growing around the world. Research is fueling policies to ensure sustainability and viable practices in the future. The marriage of science, technology, and the arts are opening the door to new forms of innovation. Okay, everyone. So go ahead and put that poetry reading on your calendar. Art is not just for fun. It's a key part of a healthy and productive life. Tomorrow, I'll be back to talk about a topic that seems top of mind for a lot of people these days, cancel culture. 
Is it real? Is it a problem? We'll hear some big ideas from the new book, The Canceling of the American Mind. Cancel culture undermines trust and threatens us all, but there is a solution. By Greg Lukianoff and Ricky Schlott. If you want to hear that today, you can check it out on our Next Big Idea app, available wherever you get your apps. I'm Michael Kovnett. See you tomorrow.